Welcome to the State of Energy, along with Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association, the man that does the show from his balcony on his palatial estate in Utah while sipping on a fresca. (laughs) My name's Rand DeWitt, and uh, Tom, you know what? We're going to do, I'm doing today's show. You know what I'm doing? Tell me. While we're doing today's show? I'm pretending that I'm handcuffed. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I mean, apparently, if you, you want always got to make person, it political, you don't do. you? I mean, no, I mean, you know, not just, you know, it's just it's in the headlines. I mean, just Google it. If you don't know what we're talking about, Google AOC handcuffs. Hey, sometimes you, you got to fake it. Take fake you it until you make it. It may take you someplace I'm not intending. <laughs> I'm just saying it may take you someplace I'm not trying to go. Oh, but geez. Um, so, you know, actually, we should sell AOC handcuffs uh, at thestateofenergy.com. Just an, an empty bag of air? Yeah. It'd be like buying carbon credits. You pay for something that's non-existent. Apparently, you might not have to do that anymore here. No. Okay, and for all of you folks, we're not anti-solar, electric, wind, hydro, geo. We just believe we've gone too far too fast with the green movement uh, when we could all have a well-balanced approach that includes propane, which is a clean energy, and these other clean energies working together. That includes for now. I mean, it's not clean, but we need to drill a little bit right now, folks. We know this. Um, But no one does it cleaner and more efficient than the United States of America. That's right. So. I mean, you know, if, if you're worried about the environment and understand oil has to play a part of our life right now, unless we want to return to the days of cavemen or cave people or cave days or whatever we're talking about, we don't have to crash our economy to get cleaner. Well, you know, propane is so clean that we're, we're part of the Clean Air Act. And there is some federal programs going on right now that are going to expire soon. And then some new ones that are going to come on as well. When we should at least educate our listeners about some of the uh, funding opportunities that are available for the clean school bus program, the 2022 EPA clean school bus program. There is $500 million available for uh, grants for school buses that are going to replace a dirty diesel bus with a clean propane powered school bus. And this, this opportunity closes on August 19th. So we've, we've only got a a few weeks left here. And if you have, have any inside, um, information with your school district, your school board, the transportation side of things, make sure you get them to take advantage of this money because if you don't apply for it, you're never going to get it, and somebody else is going to come and and use it somewhere else. You, you can guarantee that. They're not going to just leave money sitting on the table. So Half a billion dollars. Half a billion dollars to replace diesel with propane. Now, there's a whole bunch more. It's The, 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 the scale is not very equal. The, uh, the electric side of thing is, is way, way more, a lot more money than the propane side. But we're not going to talk about that because electric school buses are stupidly expensive. And uh, there's, there's, it just doesn't uh, They're make not going to meet the moment. They're not going to meet the moment. It doesn't make no. any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any, sen- any sense to spend a whole bunch of money on an electric school bus when you can get a clean propane-powered school bus uh, reach out to your school district. Tell them that you heard about this on the show. You want to make sure that your kids are going to school in a clean propane powered bus and that there's money to help them get those buses right now. But that does end on uh, the, the the application deadline is August 19th. 
And where can people go to find more information on this? We'll put the link on the stateofenergy.com in this episode. Um, but but also just the, the e, just Google EPA Clean School Bus Program and, and you'll see all sorts of information about it. If you if you're talking to your school district and they're like, I don't know anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Tell them to call Tom at the Rocky Mountain Propane Association and we'll help them walk walk them through the process. And that's really awesome. Okay, yeah. So, but so basically, if you need info, just start by going to the stateofenergy.com, and uh, we'll have that information uh, linked up there on this episode. And then we've also got something big coming up in Missoula in September. We do, yeah. That that's going to be awesome. Uh, we got our we have our uh, our fall meeting. Uh, it's going to be the September seventh, eighth, and ninth. It's in Missoula. We're going to start off with a with a great social activity. We're going to do some some white river rafting. So, so if you want to come to our meeting and, and learn more about propane and, and the industry, and uh, this is this is for, for the industry event, so sign up, coming out with us, go river rafting. On Thursday, we've got some great speakers. Um, we have... Well, I'll, I'll tease something that we're working on. I mean, Missoula is in Montana. Yellowstone is in Montana. Yellowstone lady. I don't know. <laughs> What something we're working on? So Jesus. something something we're working on. We have a gentleman named Mel Kilman from Humanetrics, and he's going to do a presentation uh, about how to hire people in the, in this workforce that we're dealing with right now. Um, the 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 name of the presentation is going to be called "Winning the War for Employees," and uh, this this is it's kind of a big deal right now because it's it's hard to find great workers. Um, and then if you hire the wrong person, it can make your life miserable. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. he's, that's why you're to... so lucky to be working with Tony and myself. <laughs> that's right. I, I think my, I thank myself all the time that I was able to work with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every morning when you wake up and every night when I go to bed, thank God for Tony and Rand. Mel's going to come to our meeting. He's a paid speaker. This is not like somebody that you're going to have to sit and listen to. And at the end, he's going to be like, for $9.99, you can sign up for the rest of the story. This is this is going to be a, a great presentation. Uh, give you tips and techniques for the real world on, on how to hire people and retain employees. So th- this is this is a big deal. Uh, some, so come to our meeting. We also have the FBI office of Salt Lake City's Salt Lake City's FBI office coming. Uh, three three ladies that are part of the Joint Task Force uh, for Terrorism. They're going to give us a, uh, a terrorism overview of uh, what's can going on, what what can happen in the community, and how to handle your propane company and your business, and how to protect uh, yourself your business and your employees against domestic terrorism. And that's going to be, that's going to be a a great presentation as well. So uh, reach out to us. Yeah. That's going to be a great event. It is going to be a great event. So come join us. We'll have some fun. Uh, and then we'll get serious with, with some of these other presentations. All right. And uh, once again, just go to the state of energy.com to learn more about our event in Missoula, Montana in September. Uh, something else you can do is you can go to our Instagram, the state of energy, See uh, Tom hanging out with Utah Congressman Blake Moore. Also what Tom looks like if you got possessed playing with a Ouija board. Silverware, <laughs> poker, and more. <laughs> state of energy. At the state of energy. Uh, now, Tom, uh, there's a lot going on in Europe right now. Europe is a mess. 
I mean, the signs of distress are multiplying as Russia's war in Ukraine drags on. They got crazy heat and fires. The food banks in Italy are feeding more people than ever. German officials are turning down the air conditioning as they prepare plans to ration national, uh, natural gas and restart coal plants. What do you think of that? Isn't that, isn't that amazing? I mean, it's, it's hot. It's hot everywhere. I thought it was just hot here, but it, it's hot, and apparently... In in Europe, there's not a whole lot of air conditioning units out there. I guess they haven't they, figured out ice yet. <laughs> ice, like ice cubes, <laughs> it drives me crazy. When you go to when you go to Europe and you ask for ice for your You're soda like, or something, you they want, look at you like you want ice in your drink. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not hard. But anyway, as you were saying, but yeah, I mean that this is this is a, a problem all across uh, the country right now. We're seeing some crazy storms. Um, and, and I, 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 we, we talked about this last week about this, uh, Hawaii switching over to, uh, they're getting rid of the coal and they're really Ooh. wanting to push solar panels and wind. Did you see that? And we're, and they're not even there yet. Well, did you see the storms last week that went through Hawaii and there was, the waves were so big that they were coming over the top of the apartment buildings. Yeah, we, I, you sent me that video. It was insane. It's like picture like a two or three level apartment building and a wave coming over the top of it. Easy, with all the tourists easily, with their phones out going. <laughs> yeah, that, that damage to, to wind and solar would be crazy if that was, if they, if they did away with all of their uh, coal-fired power plants and switched over to just wind and solar. I mean, there, there's so many reasons why you need a great backup source of energy or a great prime source of energy like like propane because uh it's it's there and it's portable it's 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 in your facility right there you don't have to worry about a pipeline bringing it in you don't have to worry about a windmill moving you don't have to worry about a solar panel working it is on site storage that is going to serve you that energy that you need right then and there and you know and propane is big in Hawaii they get it um, and I think if any of our states is really going to figure things out when it comes to propane, it's it's going to be Hawaii very soon. Your thoughts? Yeah, they're they're, they're I mean, Hawaii's they've got some big decisions that they made, um, and now they've got to figure it out. Uh, I hope that they choose propane as as a big source for their electric needs, but they got to get rid of the coal. They got to get rid of the the gas. They're going to end up having to choose between wind, solar, propane, maybe some natural gas. Um, but we also have renewable propane that would help meet their uh, clean energy agenda as well. And another one of our states is having a lot of fun with heat right now. Our experts in Texas are saying the uh, electric supply is uh, in danger of interruptions. Uh, they're increasing each day, the danger of interruptions. Um Ed Hurst, energy fellow at the University of Houston, says um, that there needs to be a balanced approach here. The lights uh, and AC have stayed on in Texas in the last week, but the state has been baking in triple-digit t- uh, temps. Uh, the electric grid operator pleaded with Texans on multiple days to hike up the thermostat and conserve power as much as possible because the state was uncomfortably close to not having enough electricity to meet demand. Uh, and this is going to continue in the weeks ahead. And the other problem is um, they risk more out because these plants that they do have running are running nonstop and there's no time to shut any of them down for maintenance before they actually just break down. 
Yeah. They're like in emergency mode. I was surprised that they've survived this long, to be honest with you. I mean, because it's been hot everywhere. And when it's hot, people crank up those air conditioning units. That really sucks down some power. So it, it's uh, it's definitely putting a, a strain on the grid everywhere. Not not just Texas, but you know, Texas has been in the news a lot because of their uh, uh, the, the the downtime of the grid when there was the the winter freeze from uh, February 2021 when they didn't have enough uh, power for that when that winter storm uh, that came through and and uh, froze took all out the, the windmills. Yeah, and they had to bring yeah. propane in. Once again, yeah. to rescue them. But but look at what we're doing, uh, trying to electrify everything, and we're right now we're we're say, there's states out there that are saying we we're not going to allow you to have any gas infrastructure at all. You're not going to be able to have a gas furnace or a gas clothes dryer or a gas water heater, and take all those. Uh, that component out and add electric into that. Then you really put a, a demand on the grid and then add in electric vehicles. I mean, we're, we're growing this electrify everything so fast and we can hardly take care of just the, the, what we already have for trying to keep everybody cool in these hot summer days. It's true. It's very true. I mean, in, it just feels like we're on the edge of catastrophe every day. I mean, do you see what happened at Hoover Dam? Yeah, that's the, the first reports looked like there was a bomb that went off, but it did. It did. I mean, I got it. You know, I know there was a lot of hype around it, but it did. It looked like a bomb went off with the explosion. So, yeah, it just shows how hot it is outside, and these transformers are uh, full capacity. They 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 wear out. They get hot. They obviously they explode at some point. But uh, hopefully they can get that thing fixed quickly because I've heard rumors that some of these components are way out there for the, the lead times um, for some, some of these transformers can, can be months and months away. So hope, hopefully they can get that up and running. If they even have enough water in the, in the yeah, dam to be able to produce electricity. You're listening to The State of Energy. I'm Randy Witt, along with Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. Find out more about how propane can actually improve and possibly even save your life by going to thestateofenergy.com. That is thestateofenergy.com. And uh, this is out of uh, LP Gas Magazine, talking about propane marketers and the farmers they serve must be prepared for virtually any weather condition. We know this. Uh, From lower than normal temperatures that necessitate heat for livestock to rain events that can delay crop planting or dry spells that can lead to upturns in the irrigation gallons. Uh, Now get this. This is is crazy. The U.S. experienced 20 separate billion-dollar weather and climate disasters in 2021. And according to... The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration's National Centers for Environmental Information. <laughs> That's a tongue twister. Jeez, what's the acronym <laughs> for that? Um, uh, it says in ni- uh, between 1980 and 2021, the annual average uh, catastrophic event was 7.4 per year, while the average for the most recent five years is 17.2 events. Wow. So it just it further underlines... Uh, you know, what propane is doing and can do for our agriculture community. Yeah, it it really does go to show you that energy security, not just from, uh, you know, the, the like the electric grid, but from natural disasters 
propane can be there to to help you in a natural disaster. So uh, we're, to, we're you, you're just you talked about that right there. I mean, uh, seventeen events versus we used to have seven. seven. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a that's a lot. So now every time there's a there's a big disaster, you it's either a fire or, or some type of a major wind damage or derecho. earthquake. A derecho. The derechos. But that can wipe out all of that energy sources that are connected to a grid. I mean, you're talking about power outages. You're talking about natural gas outages. And, you know, the natural gas grid is just as vulnerable as the electric grid, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, We've we seen that in, in Texas where when it was super cold, there wasn't enough natural gas to go around. We see it here in Utah. Right now, today in Utah, there's we don't have enough natural gas to provide in the in the winter time, and that's why you know we're we're paying out big money to have a uh, a natural gas uh, backup system put in. They're they're building a liquid natural gas facility in Salt Lake City to make sure that in the winter time there's enough natural gas to provide for all the growth that's been going on because right now they, they don't have enough natural gas to, to support the growth that they already have. So that's, that's very vulnerable. And if you're worried about that kind of stuff, propane is, is the, the choice. It's already a liquid form. You can put it at your farm. You can put it at your house. You can it's create clean. electricity. You it's create clean. electricity right there. Yeah, you don't have to worry. It's 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 uh it's doesn't it doesn't care if there's a an earthquake. You're not going to sever a big main line and have a have a problem like that. So there there's a lot of energy security from natural disasters that propane can support uh, your your business or your family. And you can have your tank in the ground. Okay, picture that. Your tank is in the ground. A giant wind event comes up with winds 120, 130 miles an hour. What do you think that's going to do to solar panels? Yeah, it's just it's it's going to be a, a big problem, especially with giant these... freaking blades flying through the air. <laughs> those things are huge too. Yeah, they're they, these uh, windmills. Those are some nasty windmills. I mean, they're I've seen a bunch of them around here, and those blades when they get going, you've seen the videos. They just explode. Yeah, I mean, if, all that, there's some great stuff if you between uh, Orange County, L.A. and Palm Springs that area where a lot of these uh these windmills are uh, you know every now and then you catch one that just completely just goes sideways and it is scary and actually i gosh i wish i had it there was a story in the la times where people of california are starting to realize that we may not have enough space to take care of all of the old blades and windmill equipment in landfills yeah that's and that's a problem everywhere so I mean, the natural disaster side of things uh, can really do some damage to wind and solar. So if you don't have a big variety of energy sources, like one one cut of that pie needs to be one slice of that pie needs to be propane. Because mm-hmm. if if all of a sudden we're just so dependent on electricity, because the, our legislators tell us that electricity is going to be the the choice, then we're gonna be we're gonna be caught one day in a natural disaster. We have we have no way of getting around. We have no way of servicing uh, the first responders. It's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be ugly if we don't uh, 
widen our horizons a little bit and see all the different things that uh, propane can do to support a community. Yeah, and it's supposed to be, you know, our legislators and leaders are supposed to be listening to us and coming up with the best overall plan. And that doesn't seem to be happening right now. You know, the whole, like you just said, a well-balanced attack. It's follow the money. Well, and we want to talk about that real quick. I, we, we've discussed some of the, the way that we're spending money on uh, pipelines and infrastructure for natural gas. Um, the Dominion Energy that put in that natural gas line to go to Eureka, Utah, mm-hmm. they, they spent $22 million and 130 homes switched from natural gas to propane. That's like $160,000 per house. Wow. You could have paid wow. their bill for a hundred years. It's, it's, it's a wild, uh, it's, it's, it's misguided funding. Um, and it, and it shouldn't have ever happened. And it, you know, who pays the bill for this? The people, everybody, the people do, because they, what they got was up to a 5% rate increase to help pay for this. Mm -hmm. And, and they're like, Oh, everybody in Eureka deserves natural gas. They deserve a public utility. No, they, they, they don't deserve natural gas. They deserve access to clean energy and propane provided that already. You know what? I'm going to vote for you. I think you should run for governor of Utah. Well, I just, I just read that and it really made me mad that they spent, you know, $22 million for 130 homes out in the middle of a, of a little old mining town that really didn't need this. They didn't need that. They were already happy. No, it was imposed. It was the, the, the hierarchy of the royalty of their legislature have, you know, deemed it so. And then, now, the next move that they're going to do is go out to Green River, Utah, which is way out in the desert off of I-70. There's really not much out there. It's not like it's a booming town, but they're, they're going to spend, I would guess... They're going to end up spending $30 million on that. And they, they, they claim that there's about 300 homes that will switch out there. It's just a, such a waste of, of money, and it's our money. It's not even their money. What do you want to bet that these are out-of-state influences that are making this happen? Because Utah, what made Utah great is the fact that you were, the legislatures, the, your leaders listened to you in Utah for a long time. And now it just feels like there's that West Coast flow that's starting to seep into everything that's going on in Utah. And they're trying to, you know, they're all going into Utah because Utah is so great. And now they want to change it and make it not great. Well, what they ended up doing is they they got approval to raise the rates by up to 5%. And the rates already, they already make a, a sell a billion dollars worth of natural gas every year. So 5% of a billion was uh, $50 million. So, but now- An S load, an S load of money. Yeah, and now they're going to go ask for a rate increase. So there's going to, so that's just, that just adds on. It's just a compounding uh, situation. I'm sure once they blow through the 50 million, they're going to come back and say, well, let's raise the, let's, let's do another rate increase. And last week we talked about why our energy costs are rising. Would we would we say almost forty percent increase in in the last year? Uh, yes. Well, these these kind of 
moves that are approved and uh, wasteful money for three or 400 homes out of several million here in Utah, it, it, it just, it doesn't make economic sense for everybody's energy costs to raise up this high to pay, to pay for this little tiny sector of people who already have access to clean, affordable energy called propane. And they've been using it and they've been happy with it. But yet we're going to force this down on all these people, even if they can't afford their current gas bills, we're going to make them raise theirs so that they can, they can push this pipeline into these communities that didn't even ask for it. Tommy the Battle Cat for Utah Governor. <laughs> I see it coming. It's Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. My name is Rand DeWitt. Tom, another great podcast. Thank you very much for sharing your wealth of knowledge. Thank you, sir, and uh, we'll see you next week. We're always online at thestateofenergy.com.